right, hardcore mecha combat troops. It's time to sound off. If you're here, I want to hear that you're here. Tarther O'Connell. Here. Edgar Fuhrerbach. Here. Morris Yasser. Over here. Nancy Winnie Sevelin. I'm right here. Murong Quinn. Present. And now for the bad guys. Aya Blantanya Kirina. Here. Richter Hoffman. Here. Richard. Hey, uh, hey sorry. Richard Zoo. Okay, sorry. What? It's a little weird that we do we take attendance <laughs> for the bad guys Volt before we go into Bonaparte. combat. <laughs> like Zerks. I just feel like strategically, this is maybe not the best. Xerxes Snowman. Time. <laughs> Instead Wang of all gathering here, like, if we're all going to gather here. We could maybe just have a discussion and work this out. Elizabeth Hackfort. Here. Tristan Alexander Kuzan. <laughs> here. And Ludivan. Oui, oui. <laughs> all right, everybody. We're all here. Let's go fight each other. <laughs> we strap in and lock on in the hardcore, hardcore mecha side-scrolling action thriller, Hardcore Mecha. This week on How Did This Get Played? Welcome to How Did This Get Played, the show where we discuss the worst and weirdest video games of all time. I'm Nick Weiger, along with Heather Ann Campbell. I'm Heather Ann Campbell, along with Matt Apodaca. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. And welcome back, Bucket. (laughs) Now, so both of you have a little bit of a catchphrase that you do at the top of the show now. You both settled on. Yeah. And that leaves me as the odd man out. And we texted a little bit about this. And Matt, you proposed my catchphrase, which I will use for this episode and this episode only. Oh, but yeah. Matt, your suggestion was that I start every show by saying, Heather and Matt are cool. That's right. <laughs> now, I don't think that necessarily has staying power. Well, uh, but yeah, it's a good well, first how, how you said it. <laughs> gotta give, you got to make us believe you think it. was the delivery. You think yeah. I've got to be convincing. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think it would look really good on a t-shirt. I think, I think Heather and Matt are cool would yeah. be an excellent piece of how did this get played uh merchandise don't it may me. work as merch but it's never going to feel real coming out of my mouth because <laughs> uh, hey wait a second it's not what i believe in my heart um but uh if you have a if you have a i don't know maybe i'll crowdsource this if anyone has a catchphrase they think i should use the top of the show hit me up on social hit up how did this get played hit at get played pod on social and i'll pick one and i'll wow. say it next week we'll see if we can top heather and matt are cool but you know what else is cool? What's going on in games right now? And the, the, the fucking big AAA release we're all playing. And I think we should get into it before we descend into gaming hell with 70 seconds in gaming heaven. Matt, count us off. Go for it. So, of course, The Last of Us Part 2, we're all playing. I've, I've finished it at this point. I am in a new game plus I am going through. We're going to be, I'll just say to everyone out there, everyone listening, we are going to do a Last of Us 2 episode at some point. Uh, It just depends on when Heather and Matt finish it and we all have had time to digest and contemplate ending it all. Uh, But I'm curious, uh, uh, what are you guys, what are you guys spoiler free impressions as you're playing through this game? I have not laughed as hard as I've laughed in The Last of Us Part 2 in any other game I have ever played. Wow. (laughs) I Weird. cannot get enough of two people walking and they're having a conversation. And it's like, well, I just think that maybe we need to head towards the coast. 
I don't know. And then one of their heads explodes <laughs> from, from like my bullet. And I'm nowhere near them. And they sometimes they'll be like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. But sometimes they'll just be like, they're here. Like <laughs> an immediate pivot. Yeah. Yeah. Time's your up. friends. Well, <laughs> I had a similar situation where. Someone was talking about like, I, like my boyfriend and I are going to take a dancing class and then just like fucking crossbowed them through the skull. And then their companion immediately just took cover and started shooting at me. It's like, you're not that didn't affect you at all. Not for one yeah. second, apparently. There's still there's still some distance between. Oh, this is this is a real serious work of art game. Right. And the gulf from that to. uh to where we are it's still it's still considerable yes and i feel like we're talking now in general terms instead of like last of us part two terms which is that like um if if you can at any point in a game glitch and get like stuck inside of a bookcase or like if there's anything you you would never be watching uh a movie like um i don't know fuck, come and see which is the hardest movie I've ever seen. And suddenly one of the protagonists is like half in a tree and his other arm is shaking crazily. (laughs) (laughs) It just wouldn't happen. It's like, yeah, there'd just be a random point in a film where there'd be one scene where they forgot to take the lens cap off. Just like, (laughs) that's weird. Um, Hey, we should introduce our guests because I know they've they've messed around with this game. And we also have a fascinating game to discuss on this week's podcast. Host of the podcast, The Dark Weeb, Brody Reed and Cody Ziegler here. Hi, guys. Hey, Hey, how's it going? How are we how are we doing? Hi, guys. Traumatized from playing video games. (laughs) (laughs) I I will say uh, off that point, um, I had this very tragic moment happen like my second day into playing where like I had just gotten the bow and arrow. I was like, great, I'm going to I'm going to go Rambo and all the asses. So like (laughs) I climb up into like an abandoned house and like I I miss uh, I was going to shoot a dog and I missed the dog and actually hit the dog owner and he died. And then the dog just spent the rest (laughs) of the fight whining and like pawing at the guy trying to get him up. And then I literally started crying and then I shut the game off and I didn't play for the rest of the day. Wow. Oh you guys notice that sometimes oh when they God. kill an enemy, other enemies around them will just like shout a random name. Yeah. Like Jacob. Yeah. Yes. Corey. I wonder how many of those names there are. Like, yeah. I want to find out. Oh, God. Steven. <laughs> Mort. Which one? Steven S. No. <laughs> I didn't know the thing about shooting the dog's owners. I always go for the dog first. Oh, Heather, uh, if you want to be in a really bad space, I, I highly recommend it. You'll be very sad. Um, I'm pretty sure I would laugh a little bit. <laughs> it's not real. <laughs> um. So, uh, so Last of Us Two. We, uh, I don't want to. We don't want to dig into too deep of a depth because we don't want to 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 disclose spoilers here. But it, mm-hmm. it se- you've both finished it. It seems like you have positive impressions overall. Reacted uh, I, well. What, what, what did you yeah. think? And, and what was your consensus? Should I take out my earbuds for this? Should I? Should I remove? My I think earbuds? we're gonna talk very generally. I think we're gonna try okay. to have a spoiler yeah, we'll free. Just generally. like, did you like it? Yeah, <sighs> uh, I liked. I liked that it was different from The Last of Us One, where um, you know that one feels like you're on a journey to a place, and this one felt slower at first. And I was just like, why does this game feel slower than the last one? And then after a while, you kind of realize that this game really hits home about cyclical violence, um, mm. which I think is a really interesting thing to see in a video game. And I also just like um, like detail uh, like oriented small stuff. I like when you when you like customize a gun and then it like shows your character customizing a gun and then the icon is different from like mm-hmm. the rest of that time on. Things like that are pretty interesting. It's different from the first game and it makes bigots uncomfortable, which is my favorite. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my absolute favorite thing. <laughs> I think the gun customization always feels like. Um... 
Legend of Zelda stuff, like a side quest in Legend uh-huh. of Zelda. It's like you're with somebody and they're like, hurry, we got to go. And you like stop at a table, <laughs> turn on a light, undo your gun. Like you like it's get a nail file that you brought from home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, even in like our regular world, like if I was like, we got to get gas. Like if I was just like, we right. got to get to the gas station and somebody was like, hold on, let me assemble the sandwich. Hold on. I'd I see like, an empty <laughs> Chinese store. Let me walk into it and look for some bottles real fast. You know what? It inspired me to clean up all this loose ammo that I have around my house. It's really messy. <laughs> yeah, my, my, my impressions are the same as Brody. I, uh, first of all, like I just, the performances were just out of this world, like fantastic yeah. acting, fantastic directing. But then there were like, there's really small moments between the characters where like, you know, uh, there is one part where, like, you know, you have your companion with you and, like, they got spotted by, like, some, some like, bad guy. And, like, after we were fighting, like, there was just this really small moment where the character was like, sorry, I fucked up. And the person was just like, oh, it's okay. And, like, just, like, that really small moment was enough to, like, humanize that sort of interaction, which I really enjoyed. It's and also you say humanize because, like, every character is, like, a hardcore murderer. Like, But they're sad about it. Yeah, That's they're the sad. Difference. They regret. Yeah, they... They when they yell Corey, I feel bad that I shot Corey in the face. Um, <laughs> but also, I I do I'm, one of my favorite things have been just going on to incredibly cursed sites like Reddit uh, and just reading any comment from anyone who's like, I can't believe they let the lesbians have a story, or like, I can't believe there's a Jewish Latinx person. What are we in the the future? You're like, oh, it's great that these dumb white dudes are like being forced to like play a game where they have to realize that like the the world exists outside of just like straight white dudes yeah, <laughs> yeah it's it, it, it's interesting i mean you kind of knew they were going to be a lightning rod for a certain sector of gaming fandom uh backlash as yeah. a result of those decisions but it is like it, it's it's it, it does to me it well, I, I, I'll, I'll still I'll stay very general. But to me, it all felt yeah. earned, and it all felt yeah, like 100%. this is like there's a reason for this to be here. But yeah, uh, we should we should not we should not dig in too much on this because uh, we're getting to get into spoiler territory. I want to ask you guys because oh, we're playing. Oh a, no! Yes, <laughs> Roger Jacobs. <laughs> Did you say someone's full name? <laughs> um, so I want to talk a little bit because we're we're playing a mech game this week, mm-hmm. and, but I know you guys are both anime fans, and I wanted to, and I, and Heather is is big into anime as well, so I wanted to to give you an opportunity to talk in in about anything that's that you're watching anime wise lately. Oh, oh. Brady, Brady, you go ahead first, King. Oh man, I have so many though. Uh, all right, uh, uh, I'll. You want me to go? You want me to start? I'll, yeah, I'll go. Um, okay. So I've been now that we're in this quarantine, I have just like a bunch of time. I've just kind of consistently been trying to catch up on One Piece. Like my goal is to Whoa. fully catch up on One Piece. It's like you know, like seven hundred, like eight hundred episodes. I'm like maybe like six hundred uh, territory, <laughs> but I'm also taking time to like look at a bunch of stuff that I. Uh, I used to really enjoy or haven't really given a shot. So I, I like watched an episode of Outlaw, Outlaw Star earlier. Um, so oh, pretty. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm watching I'm watching like a bunch of stuff like Ergo Proxy, a bunch of stuff. Wow. Yeah, I, uh, I, I just finished uh, one of the, I think one of the funniest enemies I've ever seen called Baki oh. the Grappler. Uh, if anyone watches, it is it, it is the funniest show I've ever seen. It's just about a bunch of brutal, hyper vascular, muscular like teenage boys that just like have a tournament every single season. It's a different tournament, uh, and it's always like it's an it's an anime, but you wouldn't know it because there's hardly any animation. It's just people standing around for 22 minutes talking about how strong they are and how good they are at martial arts. Yeah, but, uh, it's, I it's, uh, it's I highly recommend it. It's very funny. Yeah, it's part of this genre, which I call, like, Netflix anime, because I think half of Netflix animes are, like, really extreme, and they, like, really try to go for that. Like, in Rocky, characters will, like, literally punch off one another's skin with, like, every punch. (laughs) Wow. It's it's too hardcore for me. (laughs) It's, like, I I binged... 
I binged nine episodes in one night, and then I finished the season the next day. So I highly recommend it if you're into like just having uh, a good laugh yeah. at an extremely si- you just silly. Just finished Last of Us, and you need yeah, something. yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> want to see terrifying. the funny side of violence? I highly recommend Baki. Uh, and then also, I tried to watch this um, this like '80s anime called Pat Labor, which is about like oh you yeah, know, yeah. I I try to watch it, but. You know, it's hard to watch a show about cops that have giant robots. Like, I only made yeah. it, like, three yeah. episodes in. But I didn't, like, if, if I was going to trust the boys in blue, they would have a giant robot. So <laughs> that's all that I'll say. All cops are bastards unless they have mechs. Yeah. Uh, that's giant robot-aganda, actually. <laughs> I was just going to say, I was at, uh, when I was at summer camp in sixth grade, between sixth and seventh grade, there was this kid... Uh, that he befriended because he was in my same cabin, and I figured out later that he was just a liar. But he <laughs> told me we like we were just talking about like like or like the military, and he told me that Japan had like the best military in the world because they had mechs. And this kid just thought mechs were real. That kid was me. <laughs> no, they have a whole fleet of Gundams. I read about it. <laughs> I wonder if you were at a protest. And there was like a line of police and a like a full Gundam walked out behind them. If your reaction, I feel like no matter what, my reaction would be to cheer. Like, <laughs> even if it was like, it's targeting me, I'd be yeah. like, yeah. I would, I would like, yo, between you and me, can I just see, can I just sit in the seat and just see what it's like? Yeah. Can I just move like the thing that makes the finger flick up and down? That's all that I want. I was at a protest in uh, downtown LA a couple weeks ago and at City Hall and there was a, there was a dude in full Master Chief armor, just full, just like, and he was like, he was, he was like protesting, but it was like, everyone was like acting like Santa was there. It was so. Uh, it, it, it is funny when you see like those type of things. I remember there was that, that tweet going around of the, uh, when they were in Philly of, of that dude that was dressed up as Batman. Yeah. Just him walking through like tear grass and it did seem very heroic and very funny because you have all these people being like, oh shit, he's here. Have you guys, I, I, I'm curious about this topic because I know there have been a lot of anime video game adaptations. Have any ever clicked for either of you? Um, yeah, uh, I think one anime adaptation that kind of clicked for me, um, was on the PS2. It was uh, a Gundam game called Journey to Jabaro. Oh yeah, my boy. Yeah. 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 It was like, it was just like a very, um, pretty simple 3d, um, action game, um, where you're still a robot. So it's like you move slow and stuff, but there's a kind of strategy to like the robots and stuff that you take out and it takes you through maybe like the first half season of the original Mobile Suit Gundam. And there's a couple other Gundam games, but that one was my favorite for sure. Yeah, um, speaking of that, uh, there was this game called Gungrave that came out for the PS2, which is based off I remember Gungrave. really sort of like, sh- you know, crappy, crappy cheap uh, anime where it's just like, a, you're just like a dude with a giant coffin that also is a gun, a machine gun slash rocket launcher. So it's just you running around and like your special attacks would be these really crazy poses where like you'd squat down on one leg and then like throw your coffin machine gun on your shoulder and just like shoot uh-huh. a bunch of people. Like that was my, my go-to Man, for a while. Are you guys tired of that trope though? I mean, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> times have you seen that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, at this time, it's a, yeah, it's an old hat at this point, but then it was, it was fly. And then also uh, recently, uh, I don't know if y'all are into fighters, but Dragon Ball Z Fighters has been like my favorite uh, mm. anime adaptation game, mainly just because Dragon Ball Z is just fighting, but it's also the animation um, in the game uh, makes you feel like you're like just playing an episode, which has been really fun. Totally. Um, I know I know. there's been a, po- a lot of positive reception of Dragon Ball, of, of that game, of that fighting game. I haven't messed around with it, but, but Gungrave, I remember, I think I even rented Gungrave. Oh, and it's yeah. great because it's so, oh, it, it's like... Gungrave, it's like the premise they they began development with was that Devil May Cry is too subtle. It's 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 yeah. so over the top. Yeah. I'm curious. I, I, do you remember what the protagonist's name is? I gotta look this up. I don't. I've, I'm sure it's something like really bizarre, like knife or like. I think there's an anime of that. I just I think it was on like Hulu or something. Very interesting. There's a Gungrave anime. I think I could be wrong. Yeah, I don't know much about it other than like. Again, the guy had a really cool gun, and he would pose a lot in the actual anime. 
I hope there's a gun in my casket when they when they put me down. <laughs> <laughs> they bury you with your familiar sword and your familiar AK. I, yeah, I like absolutely. that you said you said when they put you down, implying that you're in your casket, but you are not dead yet. <laughs> right. Yeah. And they take me down. By yeah. <laughs> Brody's Brody's getting numbers when he goes down. He's getting bodies. That's true. Yeah. I'll get my swords right now. <laughs> I looked it up and. I believe the main, the protagonist, the player character of Gungrave is named Beyond the Grave. Hell yeah. <laughs> that dude fucks Great. hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Heather, have you, like, I, I know we talked about this a little bit on previous episodes, but are there any anime games that you've ever responded to? Uh, I really like the first Naruto game. Uh, for the Xbox 360 that was developed by yeah. Ubisoft. That one was really good in part because they had made the entire town, uh, like you could run around in the town. And, oh, cool. and, and, and they kept that for the sequels, Rise mm -hmm. of a Ninja. That's what it was mm -hmm. called, Naruto Rise of a Ninja. Um, and then some of the Naruto fighting games, I, I, I never watched Dragon Ball, so I, I feel like I, you, you know what other game is pretty good fighting game is Kill a Kill. Uh, oh yeah, I heard that. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty good, and the animation's pretty good, and um, those are the ones that occur to me. Mm. Uh, I'm, I'm, that's another show I'm watching right now, and it's so good. I love, yeah, I love that studio. It's amazing. Yeah, I that's Trigger, it. right? I think. Yeah, yeah. What is Kill a um, Kill? Uh, it is Scope. It's woke. It's okay, woke. Kill, <laughs> Kill a Kill. <laughs> it is actually pretty woke. <laughs> it's a, it's a very um. It's it's basically a battle anime um, about these kids in a high school, but it very quickly changes. And basically, the premise is that you get powers from um, these uniforms that you wear, and it's a very uh, titillating, sexy mm. show. But at the same time, um, none of the agency is really taken away from the characters at the same time, and the animation is beautiful, um, really playful direction. Uh, it's by the same people who made um, Gurren Lagann, which is, that's, mm -hmm. that's all you need to know. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, t when I feel titillated by anime, I always feel like I'm doing something <laughs> shameful. You I know, are. I know it's perfectly fine. I know it's an okay <laughs> thing to do, to watch, you know, something that's, uh, that, that's uh, sexualized, it's animated, but it always feels like I'm doing, like I'm. Like I'm Googled like a Millhouse fucking Marge or something. <laughs> That's when Wiper will text Matt, I'm scared. <laughs> well, the problem is, is that Wiger's not getting titillated by like titillating anime. He's like getting, he's like watching Sing Yesterday for me about like a bunch of <laughs> college students in the 80s, like discussing their life plans. And he's like, I have a rock Hard boner. <laughs> Absolute pervert. <laughs> uh, also, well, it's weird. It's I, I, I'm, I feel really weird having just referenced, even in a hypothetical, somebody else's genitalia. So I feel really, I'm sorry. Nick. I'm sorry. We have this, well, that's all. We have that shorthand. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're, you're fine. Um, well, pivoting from uh, pivoting from that imagery to mechs. Uh, so oh yeah, <laughs> the king of segways, Nick White is here, baby. <laughs> so I brought up, I, like, I was playing this game. I was playing this week's game, and and my wife Natalie was like watching me a little bit, and I was explaining the premise of it. And she asked a question that staggered me, which was, <laughs> why did I marry you? <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> That's the subtext of all of her questions. Um, no, she she asked, uh, so what is a mech? And I didn't know, like, I my, my initial reaction was like, I don't know how you navigate life without knowing this. But also, I, like, I don't really know how to answer that. Like, what is a mech? And I was just like, it's like a robot suit. I eventually settled on. Uh, you know, I, I, we, eventually she was like, like Power Rangers uh, uh, Pacific Rim was like was like her mm. point of reference. She's like, oh, OK, I kind of am familiar with that. But I think if you're not someone who like actively uh, is aware of anime, you maybe aren't as conscious of mechs as a, a as a concept. Uh, but do you do the two of you have a particular fascination with mechs? Yes, I do. I Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> look, I if you were like. 
if I could just be paid and having a giant robot for the rest of my life, that's all I'd want. Um, <laughs> my goal in life is to have a giant mechanized suit. Uh, it'd be rad as fuck. I'd pay, mm-hmm. paint it bright pink and put flames on it. It'd be really cool. I thought about it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I think what really drew me is that like I like I was sort of like at the tail end of Transformers as a kid, so like I remember it, but I don't like have any particular fondness for it that maybe people a little bit older than me um, were. So like my main introduction was like Robotech and like uh, right. with Gundam. I was like, oh wow, these are cool. They're like for Robotech, I was like. They're planes, and then they're also half robots, and then they're like robots. I get three for one. Are you kidding me? Sign me up, baby. <laughs> My older brother had Transformers toys, and it's a different thing because they're not Transformers aren't piloted. Yeah, like that's the big that's the big difference, and that I think is a huge element of the wish fulfillment of like mm-hmm. I can't be a Transformer, but I can pilot a mech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree with Cody. We have similar uh, background on this. Um, it's it's just like a power fantasy. You know what I mean? It's right. um, it's like if you watch a kaiju movie, uh, you know, as a human being, you'd be like, I wonder what it'd be like to be, you know, 50 feet tall and be able to shoot lasers out of my chest cavity. I mean, like, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's something that's like immediately um, uh, it, 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 the appeal. You see it. And especially um, in anime, there's a huge history of it going back like, lots and lots of years there's even like subgenres of it there's like um there's like super robot stuff where you mm-hmm. see uh them doing like you know like power ranger type things you see them like i don't know blowing up planets or something and then there's things like pat Liber that are like super um uh or they try to go realistically of just like you know things break very easily and mostly they're used for like municipal things or something so there's just like there's worlds to build around that picture mm-hmm. Yeah. There was a uh, company in the mid 2000s that did um, presentations at Anime Expo and they were trying to build a real mech. And oh, this yeah. they yeah. That, they would come and they would get money. They you know, they'd be like, "Please, you know, this is a uh, we are making a mech and yes, we are going to use the tech that we develop and sell it to the military, but our goal as a company is to make the first mech that you sit in and move around uh i don't know what happened to them i assume they all are dead but like (laughs) but like there was they would show like cg and they'd be like we've figured out how to make hands move with joystick motions inside (laughs) of the cockpit um and it i i I wish i wish they'd gotten around to finish i assume they all gave up everybody eventually (laughs) gives up on your dreams i don't know um, I tried Googling them, but I don't remember the name of the company. Oh, I think no. I know what you're talking about, but I don't remember the name of the company either. I think yeah. they might have finished it, but no. I, think, I think they might have. But like part of that, like the real world expectations versus like the anime expectations is that like to build a mech that's like in our imaginations as big as it could be would be so heavy and such a drain of resources. And it's also just like, Okay, what do you what do you use this for other than like a weapon? To, yeah, or like a construction things. So I don't even know. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those things that's completely impractical. I, that reminds me, I had a weird passage in a science textbook as a kid that was talking that it was just like a, a sidebar, like you know, one of those little like like did you know or whatever or or fun facts little sidebars <laughs> that they have aside from the main text, and it was just about and the the, the thing the the sidebar was could giants exist and then it was just like this weird like like four paragraph takedown of the concept of giants based on like how much energy they would consume just from yeah. being that large yeah true and, yeah and it, but it was one of those things where just like was the textbook the textbook author just had this weird obsession and this was back when you couldn't just channel that into like you know, your website or whatever. You had to be like a published textbook author. Let me crush this fuck's dreams right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Hardcore Mecha is a 2D mech combat platformer developed by, I believe, a Chinese studio, Rocket mm-hmm. Punch Games. Yes, Heather? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yes. And, and it was released yeah. in uh, in 2019 uh, for PC. It's been ported to PS4 and Switch. Originally kickstarted, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was looking at the, the credits and they were like, there's like four or five different tiers for like um, donators, donations. Some of yeah. the people who donated to Kickstarter got their own mechs, which are unlockable in the game, which oh, is pretty oh, yeah. sweet. Yeah. Damn. 
I could have had a Zygmick. Fuck. Yeah, you could have. You you missed out. And that was the last chance. Yeah. <laughs> you can't even hire somebody to draw one. It's done. Yeah, it's legal now. <laughs> uh, you play you play as so he, we 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 joked about this in the intro, but like we you play as Tarther O Tarther O'Connell. Tarther Great name. Yeah. Tarther O'Connell. Tarther O'Connell. <laughs> his he's a silver-haired mercenary at the Hardcore Defense Corps. And he's hired by the UNF to find and save their lieutenant codename. A. She's a hot babe, uh, is what your friend says uh in the uh debriefing as you start the game. Uh and then you basically are playing Metal Slug or Contra for mm. seven hours. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 It, it is very, I mean, Metal Slug is a good point of reference in terms of how it plays for the most part. Uh, it, it is, by the way, A's full name ends up being Ayla Tanya Ayla Karuna. So that's who A. I mean, I, that's who the, you the names in this game are the real unsung hero. There are some quality bizarre names in this game, like the Volop, the, whatever the main bad guy's name, Volop, PS, whatever, and like. The, the main big bag, Xerxes Nomad. Or, yeah. He was like, Xerxes Nomad, the final boss. Volfe's Bonaparte, I believe, is who you're speaking of. <laughs> Fuck yeah. You stand a king. I think you guys are being really insensitive to people with foreign names right now. I just have to oh, these are, But these are foreign American names. These are somehow simultaneously the most American name you can have and yet completely not from America. I will say, like, the naming convention was, like, the easiest one to... If you watch any Gundams, they, I feel like they always have the most bizarre, like Americanized yeah. names with like guys like South Burning and like <laughs> Kelly Cunningham. You're like, these are names that exist in like maybe like oh, like maybe like in like the 1950s. Like those are names that maybe existed, but like yeah. the idea of running into a dude named like through Arthur O'Connell is very funny to me. Like they're just like <laughs> throwing darts at like a dartboard to see what could sound like an American name. His name is Raymond Basketball. <laughs> <laughs> the names in this game, they feel they feel like they're all just like one letter off from being a real name. Yeah. It's like, yeah. It's like here's a new pilot, Marn O'Grien. Yeah. <laughs> <All right. laughs> uh, Joffrey Carton. Uh <laughs> <laughs> um, I, 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 I do want to say this game opens with the most unnecessary disclaimer I've ever seen in any context. The splash screen you get every time you boot up the game. This is a work of fiction. It takes place in a fictional future world and none of the characters, organizations or events are real. Any resemblance to actual persons living or dead or actual events is purely coincidental. <laughs> it's not the same kind of cadence to that one video of that guy just being like, his haircut, whack. whack. His, yeah. his pants, whack. whack. His pants, whack. <laughs> <laughs> this is a game that takes place on Mars. On, yes. Like, it's not, it's not like you would watch the game and be like, this is just like when we had robots on Mars. Yeah. Right. Like they they speak in so power to truth right now. They spitting right now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> everyone has a crazy name and like the city, the name of the city is like for it's like not quite Veronica. It's like Veronica. It's like yeah. everything is off by like two degrees. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. One of the reasons we picked this game, um, when you guys suggested like anime video games, like there's like a bunch of um of like mech like side scrolling games like of mm -hmm. this genre from like the like the mid 90s like even like the like late 80s and stuff and it's kind of like a genre that's like died a little bit like yeah. since namco isn't so much of a thing cody i think you've played like a bunch of these yeah right? uh Me mech warriors for like super nintendo was a super it's like very similar to this one where like you can get out of your mech at any time. You can like right. uh, um, grab other mechs. You can grab other guns. Uh, the one that I played the most as a kid was this game for this for the Genesis called Ranger X, where like it 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 was sort of ahead of its time because you you basically get like a little mech and then you have like a um, like a motorized like motorcycle too, and you can control both of them at the same time with the same controller. Mm -hmm. So like as a kid, it's way too complicated because like the Genesis controller was not built to to, to like pilot two things at the same time. But like you could do this thing where like you could like 
basically like ride on your motorcycle throughout the entire level. And then when you get tired, you can just like jump off and fly and like shoot the rest of the level. It's very fun. <laughs> it was pretty innovative at the time. But like that's like the feeling that I got when I told I sort of texted Matt this when I was playing it. But like the section where you like boost through like space and stuff, I would mm-hmm. find myself under my breath being like, bring it on. Like whenever I'd like <laughs> come across enemies and stuff. I can't recommend enough. Like whenever you're bored. Uh, just getting high, looking up any of these video games, and someone has like a perfect playthrough of all of them. Like, wow. <laughs> yeah, like no hits. Like it, it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> there were these awesome places uh, in the '90s that were like arcades, but they were only dedicated to mech combat. Oh, yes. called BattleTech. Battle yes, BattleTech, yeah. yeah, called BattleTech, and you would go pay like. $15 for 15 minutes or something. And you would sit in a cockpit with a, like a dual joystick system. Oh, you choose shit. your mech ahead of time. And then it was, it was polygon graphics. Like you, it was like being in a three dimensional world, but it was extremely slow and Whoa. limited. And it was, you were <laughs> yeah. basically playing paintball against your friends. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, but it's pretty fucking cool. And you got a <laughs> printout at the end, like a piece of paper. <laughs> That gave you all your stats, like oh, wow. miles traveled, bullets fired. Um, I like how as soon as you said the robots were slow, me and Cody both went, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want. Did, did, did anyone play? There is this Xbox game that I, when I was an undergrad, my roommate had it where like you would pilot a mech for the Xbox, but you had this enormous controller that had like. Oh, Hawken. Is, is that what it was? Like there, you I had this so. like massive controller that had like 52 buttons pedals and like yeah you had to like actually drive it uh while playing it and they had this really sort of uh funny mechanic where like if your robot blew up you would have to physically open the ejection button and hit it on the controller or else like your game would be permanently erased (laughs) (laughs) um i'm gonna i started googling xbox mech and then it auto-completed Xbox mech game with huge controller. But there's a screenshot of the controller I want to share with everyone real quick. Um, so you get a sense of this if you're not familiar with it. Look at this bad boy. Yeah. Wow. And you so you got, so you got two out. joysticks. You have like basically like a, uh, you oh, know, the so equivalent of what labels. you'd see in a commercial airliner in the middle and, and just a bunch of, of gauges. Yeah. And you knobs see that? You the, giant, interact with. The, the yellow one on the side. That's the eject button. Like I would hit that motherfucker all the time because the game was so hard. <laughs> <laughs> you you have three pedals. Yeah. Crazy. He, my, my, my roommate had it and it was Whoa. not a fun game, but it was like just cool, like immersing yourself. And like, you know, st- going at like three reaching speeds of three miles per hour and you're like 40 tongue mech as you like shoot up tanks and stuff. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, so you play. So the thing with this game is you're it, it's basically and I believe it's cell shaded 3D models in a 2D play field. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the arts, I mean, I think the arts good. I think it looks cool. It's I saw someone describe it as chibi macros. Yeah. It's like everything's a little super deformed, but it, it works for the, the that aesthetic works for the game. I like um, the and- aesthetic of it, but it's um I really I don't like the kind of animation where each individual part yeah. of a P of a cartoon is sort of marionetted individually. Yeah. Like right. it's like it's not like the arm moves. It's like the the front of the arm and the and the top of the arm and the hand are all independent. Mm-hmm. anchored points and the arm moves by moving those three anchored points it's mm-hmm. it looks beautiful in still shots but there's something kind of like uh like um what it's uncanny sort of, valley-ish yeah, about it, it like it, it looks unsettling it it reminded did it, it reminded me of like watching old like Newgrounds flash animations yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. like right. that's the vibe that i got whenever they would like interact and stuff but it was weird because they would also do like like they would have these moments like sort of peppered in with like traditional like you know normal like traditional like regular animation and like it would be very beautiful when like there's a moment where like this giant super bomb blows up and they like the explosion itself is really cool of like the characters like flashing the white and i was like wow i actually wouldn't mind more of this style of animation like sort of like pointed throughout the the game the gameplay Mm mm-hmm yeah, the the effects I think do look great. I I will say that to Heather's point, yeah, if you're just watching like a you know like the walk cycle or the run cycle in moments where it's like quieter action, yeah, it, it doesn't animate as great. But when you're actually in the action sequences and things are so frenetic and things are blowing up and there's mm-hmm. just like beams going everywhere, the screen is just kind of filled with action. 
for that, I, I feel like the moments, those moments worked for me, and it felt like the to me the game was delivering visually, and in those in those sections, and that is a bulk of the game. Like a lot of the game is. Uh, you know, uh, either either you know, run and gun action, or you get to a certain a, a lot of defend and hold. There's a lot of you yeah. get to this point of the screen, and you've got to. I actually like the all the 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 gameplay depth that you have here because like there's things like you have mines you can set, mm-hmm. uh, you can set barricades, you can set up turrets, you have companion bots that 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 are AI controlled that fly near you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you kind of can strategize what you're doing, and and it's a lot of times holding a position, defending some civilians or defending some friendly mechs. Um, yeah. From just an ongoing onslaught of of enemies, I thought those sections, those gameplay sections, were actually pretty uh, like fun and intense. To uh, bounce off that, like particularly towards the end game, where like you have multiple allies that also have like different types of like mechs and stuff, and like you get in those corridors where like it, it's not like usually it's like you know two planes, it's like one like bottom level and top level, but like towards the end of the game where it's like you have like four or five different tiers where like you have to like fly around and defend. It was very, it got very fun. Especially when you have like all the like like you said like the the UAVs and like the shields and turrets and stuff like just like going going nuts. It is a surprisingly complicated control scheme with a huge yes. depth of options, mm-hmm. and it almost feels like somebody was playing Contra and was like, "What if you could run out of bullets?" <laughs> like, it, like it, it, it's it's weird because it's not. I didn't I didn't enjoy myself. Like, Hmm. I wasn't just, like, barreling through, just, like, blasting shit and once Mm -hmm. in a while losing. It was more like, oh, I've got to think about this. I have to, like, use my shield an awful lot. It's not... it looks like an action game, but plays like a mech simulator. It's such yeah. a weird game. I, I will say, I uh, I got my ass kicked a lot in this game. Like, I feel like I didn't... I, I mean, I just... I think there's only two difficulties, and what normal was like for me was, like, pretty difficult. Like, I didn't find myself actually getting anything above like because at the end of the game you get like you know ranks like s and a and all that stuff right. but like i didn't find myself getting like a's until like the last four or five levels of the game like i was always like pretty much a c student up until the end of that game <laughs> yeah i started off strong with a couple of s ranks and then i was just like like b's and c's the rest of the way through all the way to the end game i actually mm. am all, i'm currently on the last boss uh mm. that's where i was before just before we recorded uh, I'm 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 battling with Xerxes Nomad, um, and uh, <laughs> and but it it is like it does really ramp in difficulty. I think towards the back end. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, one thing I will say: so there is some mission variance, and there are a couple of levels. There's there's a space shooter level, which I thought yeah. was like actually super fun and was yeah. a nice it was a nice way to break up the pace. And then uh, the following that, there's a level where you play as actually the capital ship. Yeah. He plays this gigantic thing that that takes up like a third of the screen. It's like this huge, <laughs> slow moving, uh, a fucking uh, you know, a, a barge. But it but it has like immense firepower, and it's just yeah. like such a great change of pace from the from everything else that's going on. Yeah, and also it was beautiful. Like just that particular. Yeah, it looks great. Red animated beautifully. It's like if you got to the end of Super Mario Brothers three, and instead of Mario, you were playing the airship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like we're about to get this princess. Let's go. <laughs> I didn't even hate the one stealth level that they had. Like, it, yeah, it's, it's pretty right. well executed uh, considering that this isn't like a huge, uh, big game. It seemed like yeah, it was made with like a lot of love. So yeah, I, I really appreciated that. I was just gonna say, yeah, it it like okay, this is not my kind of game. But mm-hmm. at no point was I like, this is poorly made. Like yeah. it's right. ju- it's just like everything is like. It's like somebody gave you like a chocolate cake bar that's like super dense and you're like, okay, I, I don't want this for breakfast, but I, I'll I'll taste it's okay. I mean it's yeah. really it's a lot. I um I will say I, I you know, when I played the game, I just thought first offhand, like, oh, this is like uh, you know, a, a cool shooter developed by these like uh like a Japanese company that just loved mecha and, and kaiju series. But at the end when I found out it was like a Chinese company that made this, I was like, oh, I think that explains why it seemed like the entire series and story was like just just like trope and cliches that they're just like sort of strung together to make the series as far as like even like the main bad guy having like yeah. a red red suit like that's his thing right. that like and he's a knife guy he only uses knives in his hands and like Did you guys play the multiplayer at all? I know I didn't mess around with it. I did the um, I did the simulation the simulation stuff. Yeah, I tried the simulation too. One of the cool things about the game, and uh, like even in the trailers and stuff, is that they highlight 
more of the mechs um, really that you can play as. And they're really like balanced in a very cool way. Um, like even like your main rival, you know, he's obviously like um, very like close combat. There's like a there's like a sniper mech. There's like a heavy arms mech. And they really gel well together in the multiplayer. I've I played the simulator also as well, and I got my ass just like completely kicked. <laughs> and I was I was a little disappointed that the story um, didn't have more of that. Like it was yeah, you play as the one uh, mech, and you kind of go through these like very like blue hued like corridors mm-hmm. a lot of the time. But like yes, yeah. when it does, when it's doing something other than that, it it, it, it does shine. Fully agree. That's it's to its detriment that you play as the same mech for the main campaign through yeah. the through the whole story mode. And it would have been nice to mix that up a little bit, especially because those mechs are playable in other game modes. Uh, but it's but yeah, you are kind of married to that. But that said, you can customize your mech. Yeah. And, you know, you're both you're both gaining levels. By the way, I did not know this game had levels in it until I got level up. And I was like, all right, sure. Here we go. <laughs> I'll, I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then uh, and so so your your mech levels up in experience. But then also you get uh, you collect a lot of in-game currency, which you can use to buy upgrades. And there's a good degree of customizability in terms of you can you know, which your what your primary weapon is. You can focus mm-hmm. more on melee if you want. Uh, you can have, uh, you know, like like what items you have equipped, how much uh, resistance you have built in. There's there's a lot you can do to customize your mech, and I love that aspect of like just being in the hangar and 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 getting my gear equipped and figuring out what I'm gonna do to to game plan this mission. Like I mm-hmm. I like give me more of that. Yeah, yeah. I um I don't know how everyone's particular play style was, but like as I got further in the game, I definitely uh, just like when I just like zipping around. Uh, so like I yes. did a lot of boost. And a lot of um, like uh, there's a point where you can upgrade your gun to like basically you never have to reload as long as you like stop firing it after a certain point. So like I would just spend the entire level just like zipping around living out like my peak anime fantasy lives, like just being a little shooter, shooter fly boy zipping around. It was very fun and very cathartic. <laughs> have you guys ever heard of a game called Front Mission? Yeah. 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 Front Mission. Um, it rules. And that's one of my favorite <laughs> <laughs> favorite reasons for it is because it's just full of consummation it's a strategy or <laughs> like rpg in the same vein as like final fantasy tactics but with mm-hmm. robots and you get to customize like every part of those robots uh mm-hmm. whether they have like rocket launchers or what kind of armor they have or what 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 their legs are like that's tight i don't know <laughs> yeah i just, it, I just think it's tight. It, <laughs> no it is it is it's really it's really cool it's <laughs> it's totally not my thing, but it's so cool. Like I mm. w- when I play those games, I'm like, I wish that I was into this because yeah. I feel like it would be a funnel of Thanksgiving dinner just pumped into my mm-hmm. mouth. Like it just, <laughs> like it's so much stuff. And yeah. uh yeah. Heather, I know you're a you're a huge um Ava fan. Like, are there any have you played any other mech games or any of the Ava the Ava games at all? The Evangelion games are terrible. They're, yeah. they're mm. so bad. <laughs> I have the N64 one, which mm-hmm. I think, and uh, I haven't played Girlfriend of Steel, which is the Sega Saturn one, mm-hmm. uh, okay. which is like sort of like a canonical side story to the main series. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have played the mobile phone fighting angels game like it's like a like a click click game mm-hmm. none of them are good and not like <laughs> it is such a it's like a property that is so ripe for yeah. for a great yeah. video game and no they're it's just not, it's like the attack on titan games are not great yeah you know you yeah you want them to be the best thing ever you want it to just oh, be no. spider-man ps4 but instead it's giants yeah. um it's just not it's not fun. Oh no, I wanted to buy that on sale. Is it not worth it? You know, it's I mean it's no. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate your honesty. It, like <laughs> you you no, it's just Good to know. <laughs> it's close, but it's not yeah. Well, I just made myself sad. How are you guys doing? <laughs> <laughs>
one thing I like about this game is that there's just like all this dense world building that is for the most part indecipherable, but I just love that it's, <laughs> it's there a, to the point. Truly you know, impenetrable to, world building. Yeah. Yeah. I have no idea what's going on. Mech stuff. Even, yeah. even Gundam's, even our favorite series. Uh, I rewatched Gundam Wing recently, which is like the anime that got me into like mech stuff. Um, even after, you know, 20 years later, um, still garbage. I watched the whole thing. I have no idea what the factions are, who these people are, what they want. I don't care. I don't care. Give me the, give me the big robot. Yeah. Give me a cool haircut and give me a robot. That's all that yeah. I need. I built the, uh, Gundam perfect grade from Gundam wing. The one with the big wings. I yeah. love building the Bandai model kits. They are so oh. much fun. Uh, have you watched the show? That is called Gundam Build Drivers, Gundam or, yeah. or uh, yeah. and it's about kids who build the Gundams, the Gundam kids. It's like it, it's it's brilliant because it's like okay, what what do we need to do? We need to sell model kits. How <laughs> yeah. can we sell more model kits? Make <laughs> the model kits real, and if you build them well, they are a real shit. <laughs> like it's so smart, like. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, if I would have seen that as a kid, when you're like, "All right, we're gonna take uh, Gundam and then we're gonna mix it with Pokemon," and like that's that, yeah. that's the show. It's, it's just if Metabots got popular and like they <laughs> yeah. Were yeah. Into it. yeah. I'm a I'm a I'm an unabashed stand of that series. I do. It's on, like most of them are on YouTube, either uh, officially or just pirated versions, and like I do watch them uh, pretty regularly. Build Diver. Yeah. Is this anime or is this live action? It's anime. <laughs> anime. It's anime. It's anime. Okay. Well, but it's it's like the way that. Because in Spider Verse, anybody who wore the Spider Man suit is Spider Man. Like it's like sort of mm-hmm. like even if you buy like a cheap one at the costume store, Spider Man had to do that. So like yeah. you get to like in the same like philosophically, I am part of the universe that this takes place in. It, it there are Gundam stores in the anime wow. where they go buy Gundams. It's yeah. great. <laughs> it's really it's fun terrible. series. It's wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, well, we should get to our final thoughts on Hardcore Mech. It's time for the review crew. So, review crew. Thank you, Heather. <laughs> Thank you. So we'll each say something positive about Hardcore Mecha and give it a numerical decimal rating. There are a couple lines of dialogue uh, that I wrote down that I didn't get to that I will I will choose as my positive. I did like this oh, game boy. quite a bit. I thought it was really fun. I think it absolutely delivers if you like mechs and or and or if you like uh, 2D, 2.5D action. Uh, this line is from Edgar. By the way, there's a point where Edgar dies and it's like supposed to be a, a like a, a poignant moment. And I'm like and I was just like, I don't remember who had who had <laughs> yeah, same. Was like, I've never seen I I skipped all the cinematic scenes so like I had no idea who he was until he died yeah oh wow <laughs> but earlier uh in his uh earlier in the story Edgar says this so that man in the red robot was a terrorist too huh man he's a bad guy but he was so cool <laughs> crestfallen that he's a bad guy and then and then Volface who we previously mentioned says this during a boss fight Make yourself comfortable in hell. Cross blaster. <laughs> I love. I think I've said that to Matt Apodaca many times. So, <laughs> including the cross yeah. blaster. I put my arms like this and like cross blast. <laughs> uh, but I, I think this game's a lot of fun. I think it, you know, at, at full price, it's maybe doesn't quite have enough of uh, gameplay to justify it. But I, this feels like one that, I, as of this record, I think it's on sale in the Steam store for like eleven bucks. Mm. So I think if you can get this for half price in a sale, and you you are into this genre, I think you'll you'll enjoy yourself. I'm gonna give this a an eight point two. Wow! Go ahead, Evan. high score, high score. Wow. Um, the music in this game is fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, it is tropey anime like turn around fight fight for your life throwing planets at one another like i've I've got a a piece here can you play the second one that i sent you matt abadaka yeah this one yeah i think this is from the uh from the final boss battle and it's fucking awesome very like, 
でも今俺のやるべき任務はかつてないほどはっきりしている何何にエネルギーが急激に高まって Hell yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, so that's definitely the intro to my anime. Oh yeah, <laughs> that feels like if I if I had had the shit beaten out of me in high school, I could have I could have recovered if I could have put that on <laughs> yeah. in my headphones or something. And just like walked home. Yeah, your true form like, is revealed I'll, as you levitate home. I'll come back. <laughs> Nani. Um. So, uh, so yeah, and then and then also the the ending credits, uh, like woman singing vocal music is like fucking perfect. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, this look, this game is not for me. I don't like mecha anime much, even though Evangelion is my favorite anime of all time. It's not oh. really a mecha anime. Um. But I really respect that it exists. It's like initial D. I can't get into that either. But I'm like, man, I love that this is here. And like, if I walk by somebody watching it, I'd give them a huge thumbs up or a hug or something. <laughs> so I'm going to I'm going to give this game. I'm going to give it a seven. Mm. But if you like mech stuff, this is a 10. Like, what else do you want? Yeah. Wow. Right. Yeah. Yeah, one. I totally agree. It absolutely delivers on its premise. All right, Matt, what do you think? Well, yeah, I have not spent a lot of time in the uh, in the mech genre. Nerd. Uh, and now, yeah. <laughs> 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 I mean, Zig's right. Yeah, and I, 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 my takeaway from playing this game was, what have I been wasting my life with? <laughs> uh, otherwise, uh, mechs rule. They're so fun. Yeah, and I, yeah, I did. I just didn't know that. I would walk away from this uh, experience as a convert. It was like it, it, it. I just like it felt like I learned a little something about myself that I <laughs> that I liked uh, this, and now I'm willing to sort of go a little deeper and see what else uh, mech related I could get into. I, I loved the game. I, t I texted Zig that um, my main criticism of it is that it's not portable. Like I wish I could just mm -hmm. kind of take this game with me. Let's see, like uh, just a fun it, like it, it should be on like switch or something but is, i think there is a switch version actually i think there's a switch port well i fucked up and uh <laughs> <Nerd>. <laughs> get him boys uh, but i i loved playing it and I, I i got about halfway through and i can't wait to uh finish it uh but so i'll give it um i'm gonna give it an eight because i had a lot of fun mm. Definitely a rare thing in this podcast when it's a game that we want to return to after we've done the episode. <laughs> Absolutely. So yeah. I think that's that's to its credit. Uh, all right, Brody, something positive and your rating. Um, my positive thing is that it has um, a pretty cool homage to uh, the genre that it like is inspired by, even though that is kind of, it, it doesn't last very long. Um, I am really, this is the best kickstarted game I've played mm. ever probably. Yeah. Um, and I'm excited to see if there would be a sequel, um, them like incorporating more of the max into like the story and stuff like that. But, uh, overall bang for your buck. I mean, I'm gonna give this an eight. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Uh, all right, Zig, take us on, uh, you know, positive, uh, like, like Brody said, the, the actual training level is so fun. And so like, it, it's just a love letter to all the, 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 the genres that influence this game. Very fun. Um, I, it's it's incredibly like Japanese in the best ways, incredibly like kaiju in the best way. Um, I'm going to give this game now that I know that it is portable. Uh, if you're in anime stuff, I think it's a nine. I think it's a nine for like wow. portability. Like this is a game that you definitely like should be playing like on the go. Hmm. Yeah, I'm interested to dig into the simulation mode, which I haven't, which I have, and I assume there's not much of a multiplayer base online. But you know, maybe there, maybe there is. It seems like there is a there are some people with affection for this. Hey, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, those were our thoughts, but Heather, maybe we're wrong. Maybe we're wrong. Maybe we were wrong.
I'm right. I don't know. <laughs> okay, Brody's right. I'll speak for myself. <laughs> 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 We've got a collection of uh, reviews and thoughts and other other paraphernalia from the, the online world about hardcore mecha. And I'll be honest, Nick, I couldn't find a lot of emphatically negative reviews about this game. Yes, most of the negative reviews are like picking on a, you know, like there was a lot of criticism about there only being one mech in the campaign. Mm. But like the, yeah. the reviews were mostly... You know, instead of just like a, a a profane screed, they were mostly like just kind of well argued and and you know expressing some disappointment. So yeah, there wasn't a lot. Uh, there wasn't a lot in terms of people bitching about this game. I've got uh, I've got just a statistic uh, that maybe says maybe we're wrong, which is you know we've got we've got five people on this podcast who've now played this game and and are, are, are consider it not good. You know, it's yeah. pretty good. But if you go to the Hardcore Mecha subreddit, oh, the wow. grand total number of members is only 34. Wow. <laughs> Let's swell those ranks. So, Let's make it 40, baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, this one I found in the GameFAQs forum for this game. I just, I just like this, uh, this forum post title. Uh, this is by Madness2012. How hardcore is this? <laughs> and, then, and then the body of the post is, is it a good game or is it hardcore? <laughs> uh, they did not receive a satisfying answer, but I love that that was their most pressing concern. Uh, do you have any more, Heather? I don't. I like, honestly, it was all like, it would be like somebody who was like, oh, you know, it's not fair that you can only play as one mech in the yes. regular round. And then you can play as the other mechs when you, after you beat the story. And I'm like, that's, a negative, but it's not really like some of the reviews we've read on this this show are like, you know, I'd rather fuck my dog than play this game again. <laughs> and there's nothing like that for this. And that's just the stuff we say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You'd think there'd, have, there'd be at least one person, at least one pedant who zeroed in on the fact that Nancy, who is the, the leader of the Hardcore Defense Corps, has a mole on one of her breasts. But then when they flip her profile and uh, to put her on the other side of the screen, it's on the other side. It's just mirrored. Uh, have you never seen breasts before, Nick? I mean, <laughs> geez, <we're weird>. yeah. <laughs> they just do that. Yeah. <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> oh, boy. Tides have turned. Uh, hey, uh, that was maybe we're wrong. It's time for the question block. All right. Let's see here. Our first one. Comes from face at face pillow nap on Twitter. Mech games remind me of mediocre games with great cover art. Were y'all tricked into getting subpar games by the fantastic cover art? Uh, there was a game I coveted for the NES when I was a kid that was a Castlevania ripoff called Eight Eyes. <laughs> and the combo of the title and the cover art. Let me see if I can dig up the cover art real quick. I was just always like so intrigued. I was like, I want to play Eight Eyes so bad. Never played it. Never even dug up a ROM <laughs> for like later in life. It's just it's just an, you know, uh, uh, an unfulfilled desire. But it like like that one I remember in particular really nabbed me. Anything uh any any box art that that snagged any of you guys? Um I'm uh I'm thinking oh wow. Wow, that looks Yeah, rad. there we go. There's eight eyes. We've got like a it's oh. it's very much a Simon <laughs> Belmont clone. Nick just showed us a page of uh spiders on the <laughs> <laughs> images. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Uh there is this game for the Super Nintendo that the box art was so bizarre. I remember it's like this old like hillbilly do like a banjo but the oh actual, yes the actual game was like uh like a, a shooter like a bullet hell game i can't remember the name it was called like phalanx yeah or something? phalanx yeah. i remember like seeing that as a kid oh. being like what is this banjo game i i hmm. gotta play this banjo game but i can never ended up printing it uh i'll play any Mega Man game oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> especially <laughs> part one yeah <laughs> yeah there's a game from the 90s called faceball 2000 which the game box oh, art w- looked like Pac-Man except guns. You also had guns. Like it's a Pac-Man face with like a target over it. And there's also ghosts in the background and a maze. And that is not oh. what the game. The game is not Pac-Man with guns. What's the game it called? It is like Faceball 2000. 
Um, I would, I could screen share and show you guys. Oh if you wow! Want. <laughs> See, it look. I mean, it looks just like Pac-Man yeah. with with guns. Looks like Pac-Man's about to get no. assassinated. <laughs> yeah, it's it's more like the worst Wolfenstein game of all time. Oh boy! Like, what do you like about Wolfenstein? Do you like uh, the movement, the Nazis, <laughs> the guns? How about if we removed all those things and all the texture mapping and instead it was like a featureless maze void where you were yes. like firing round spheres at uh, disembodied heads that had no uh -huh. story or context. It's not it's really just not good, guys. Oh, yeah. I believe that what that was an effort to make a like a because there was a time when everyone was trying to make a nonviolent FPS. Oh, yeah, uh, because everything was being in the wake of doom. Everything was being so criticized. So I think that was one attempt. But yeah, it didn't didn't take. It looks um, like a beta version of a video game and they pulled the plug <laughs> on funding and then they were like, well, we got to do something. <laughs> <laughs> um i have the uh i i looked up the phalanx box art and it is great yeah so yeah we've got this old hillbilly on a <laughs> oh, porch yeah. he's got a banjo he's wearing overalls and he's completely oblivious of the spaceship <laughs> uh sailing behind yeah. him which is the the what you as the player will control Very obviously like an x-wing that they just like took the the, the pointy parts off yeah. <laughs> He's too busy thinking about Benghazi. Um, <laughs> it's crazy. I actually played a game called Cross Blaster, and in it, you just play the banjo. Is that weird? <laughs> uh, hit us up with your questions on Twitter and Instagram at GetPlayedPod, or send us an email at GetPlayedPod at gmail.com, or leave us a voicemail at 616-2PLAYED. Uh, Brody Reed, Cody Ziegler... The Dark Weeb is the podcast. Uh, Heather and I have both guested on it. Heather, you talked about uh, Evangelion, yes? Yes, I did. And I, you guys, it was, I, it was the most fun I've ever had on a podcast. <laughs> and I say that being on my own podcast right now to say it. Yeah, right here. Right. In your face, Matt. In your face, yeah. Matt. Hey, it was incredible. I had such a blast. You can come back anytime. Yeah. Um, cool. And I talked, I came on, we talked about uh, Junji Ito's uh, uh, body horror, uh, the spiral into madness. Oh, what's it called? Why can't I remember? Uzumaki. Uzumaki, Uzumaki. Yeah, yes. Uzumaki. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, which was which was a real delight. Uh, you can check out those episodes. Check out the podcast. A lot of great nerd culture stuff you guys cover. Um, anything else you guys would like to plug at this time? Uh, just check out the socials, uh, for me, it's Jay for Zig across all social media platforms. Yeah. You can check me out at AO bro, bro, mostly on Twitter and stuff. And you know, we'll have stuff coming out when it's supposed to come out and we're outside of this pandemic. So, <laughs> wow. And Hey Matt, tell us next week's game. Uh, next week's game is TBD. TBD. I heard of that one. Yeah, yeah. That's, 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 on, that's on the GBC, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>